Hey, welcome to A Couple of Swans. I'm Adam. I'm Courtney. And we're loosened up. This is our <laughs> first podcast. And Take we're... 443? Well, we on, we've only done like <laughs> two or three minutes 50 million times, but I think we're ready to rock and roll now. So as Courtney said, this is our first podcast. We're really excited about this. And while we were doing the 70 million takes of 30 seconds that we just did, I was thinking to myself, I was like, why did we want to do this in the first place? And at least for me, it's because this is going to allow us, you and I, to talk and not be slam bam busy running. I don't know. I just think that that's going to be something that's cool. And hopefully you'll pour out like a lot of secrets that... I've never heard, and we can do a deep dive and really process it together. (laughs) The (laughs) nitty-gritty. All the secrets shared. Um, I hope they're not insane, though. Oh, I don't think I even have any secrets. I'm so so lame. The secrets are like... uh, You don't have to give them to me now. It'll just happen. Like uh, like eating ice cream in the bathtub. Like, you know that. You brought it to me. Like, there's no secret. Think of me as your medical professional therapist. And you can tell me anything. Oh, I can't wait. This is going to be a blast. Anything. Okay? And I'll deal with it. What did you think about the first time that you saw me? I thought you were short. (laughs) I know you, you always, you've told other people this and me. That's the first thing I thought. You were a really nice neighbor. So I moved from Cleveland to Chattanooga. I went through a divorce. Uh, and me and my three kids moved to Chattanooga. Um, I really just honestly felt like the Lord was like, hey, it's time. I had not thought about moving to Chattanooga for years. And every time I looked, everything was too expensive or it didn't work out or whatever. But I really wanted to put my kids in this private school. Uh, I was praying one day and I just felt like it was, hey, you need to like this really urgent feeling of you need to move to Chattanooga. And so I was like, God, if that's what I'm supposed to do, you've got to like line all these things up for me. And within like 24 hours, I went on Craigslist immediately popped up this house that I just fell in love with. And I was like, this is where you're supposed to live. Like I had this like heart moment and I called them and I was like, well, I have bad credit. There's no way they're going to accept me or whatever. Um, and, uh, cause I don't know if you've ever gone through a rough divorce, but if you have, sometimes things just get hairy. And so I just didn't have great credit. And so, uh, but anyways, I ended up getting accepted to the house. The kids got accepted mid-year to a school. Um, there were no co-parenting issues with moving. And so I was like, here we are. So I moved into this house and my really cute, sweet neighbor, uh, came over and knocked on the door and was like, Hey, just wanted to introduce myself, but I had this like double porch. So I guess so that it wasn't like that he didn't look like a serial killer. He stepped back and down. And so I thought he was like a this uh really just small man and i was like oh that was really sweet for him i've to never come heard over. that before i told you not from me you. no not not from about anyone? me specifically i've never heard of anybody <laughs> ever like misplacing someone mm-hmm. for being like you know you're 411 when they're not I like, know. so adam uh just because of steps is, <laughs> like, like you haven't figured out how to look at people if they're on a different like service plane. I know. I don't know why. And so I was like, oh. Um, <laughs> you're like looking off a mountain and you're like, look at those tiny, but really tiny nice. people down there. They must be two or three inches tall. Yeah. Depth perception. Never been like a strength of mine. So um, so he was really nice. He gave me his business card. Oh, was nice. And I looked ratchet. I'd been gardening that day and I was like cleaning and it just moved and I was going on a trip the next day. And so I uh, sent him like a picture off my phone and I put my name and phone number on it because I wanted him to know I could clean up nice. Here's where, here's where the, it's not catfishing because. Well, you you, saw me ratchet. No, catfishing, I'm not talking about catfishing when it's like, hey, the way someone looks, but you started sending me things and it was like you bungee (laughs) jumping in like Nepal. But it was something where you had been crying for seven hours at at the bungee jumping place and someone pushed you off, but you sent it to me like you were this crazy, like outdoors person who went nuts and would, 
and oh, yeah. <laughs> far from the truth. <laughs> so I sent him these I videos. Like, this chick is this chick gets after it. She's yeah, all wild. These, yeah, and I'm not. Uh, yeah, so I kind of catfished you a little bit on that. Yeah, it's mental or what is it? What do you call that? Yeah, not uh-huh. physical catfishing. <laughs> it's, personality. Uh, like personality. No, it's more like uh, I don't know. Because we started talking. Like as soon as you left, you were like, yeah. "Hey, if you need well, help around flew. the house, sparks flew hard." Uh, you said you got me a welcome to the neighborhood gift, and I was like, "Well, that's kind of sweet." That's just because sparks were fun. Oh uh, yeah. So I was like, when I get back from Mexico, I was going down for a work trip and taking my best friend with me, and so slash uh, oh. whatever else she told me she was doing on there that was just. Yeah. It, so adventurous, you couldn't believe it. So like a, fighting the cartels or something. No, we had a bunch of adventurous things planned. Like, uh, we did do cliff jumping and we went like zip lining. This was like fresh, uh, first year being divorced, like trying to find who I was, whatever. And my friend is actually very adventurous. She skydives and uh, all these things. And I don't. I actually like can barely handle like kitty roller coasters. And so um, I did these things with her incredibly uncomfortable, but we videoed them. And so I sent them to him. And so you thought you I did. was like, so wild. I was, no, I was adventurous. Like, wow. Yeah. I mean, cause I had no, you know, preconceptions about who you are or what yeah. you were or anything like that. Really so I just in. feel like that was just, I mean, maybe that's what you thought that guys were into. Cause you've been married so young and everything. Yeah, and well, you're like, you have dating to, you're like, new. you have to, be so like out there and really just constantly cliff jumping or whatever to it worked. get a man. It did work. <laughs> it did work. I mean, I don't think that that's like the reason. <laughs> yeah. You came around, you came. Yeah. But it wasn't because of the, the adventure videos. It wasn't. Do you think that's what it was? Well, surely by now you would be long gone because you. No, know, no, no. I'm not I'm talking not. about now, but back in the day. Do you think that that you I know, like how some guys hold you. up a fish in their profile yes. and they're like, "That's gonna that'll get me the chick." Well, that was my that's fish. What you, that was your fish. Yeah, I was trying to impress you. Like maybe. Well, you I had all up, these this kids. This is the biggest bass you could had. And and, you sent it over. Yeah, I had all these kids and all this stuff, and I'm like, I want him to think I'm fun. Like, yeah. okay, I get it. So I'm fun though, not you in are, an adventurous. You way. are. You're incredibly fun. Yeah, you really are. So, uh, but you were the, the sweetest neighbor, and I'm so bad with signals. I couldn't tell if you liked me or not. I don't think I was, I'm good at giving them either. Well, you were. You were like cooking me food and bringing it over. Yeah, but I don't that know if so that's nice. even me. You know, like I mean, like it was definitely a mixture of, of what, like nice. Neighbor? Well, I know I don't. I'm I'm not one of those guys. that's like, hey, I go pick up tons of chicks at the you know the bar or anything. Like I was. I was being nice to you because I am genuinely, I wanted to be nice to you and you were my neighbor. Of course, I thought you were cute, but it wasn't like, oh, I'm going to, this will be my wife. Oh, yeah. Probably not. Actually, if anything, several times you're like, I'm not looking for anything serious. So I just assumed that was my. I think I was just playing it cool. Yeah, playing it cool. And look, here you are, serious as it gets, four kids deep and uh, all this. I mean, on a scale of one to 10, it's definitely a seven serious. We're at a seven. Yeah, we're definitely at a strong seven. Um, so that's <laughs> your trip. So you thought I was short. Yeah, but you weren't. I know. Well, we're past, uh, we're past me- now. <laughs> we live in the same house now. You know that. Yeah, but, you're tall. You're at but, least six but feet. We had, but we had something there. As I said, sparks were so I raging. Knew- it was like a thunderstorm. <gasps> I know it was not. So for weeks we hung out for weeks. We hung out and I would even do get ready videos. Um, and I'll be like, okay, I'm going to get ready. I'm going to see my neighbor today. Like he offered to come over and like put up my curtains or whatever. And so we were just hanging out. There was like no kissing, no anything, no, like maybe flirting. I don't know, but there was nothing that made me. So I genuinely at a couple weeks in was like, I can't tell if you're just the nicest neighbor ever, or if you're interested, um, and then one night you asked to cook dinner and you came over and you like brought me a new blender and like, mm-hmm. uh, we had like aprons, like a Superman, Superwoman aprons. You brought like basil and garlic and roses, like rose petals and put them down. Dang. And I was like, I think he's like, I think he's into me. So that's well, kind of, you know, as soon as anybody comes over with any sort of small appliance, <laughs> that's, that's it. They're into you. It's not the roses. It's the blender. It's not. It's yeah. not because, you but know. They were so sweet. Yeah. I mean, it takes a minute to pick out a small appliance. Roses are like right there when you walk into the store. Yeah. And get them true. anywhere. So what did you think when you met me? I had all these kids. 
That was a, that was intimidating. <laughs> it was. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Because I mean, like when I told you that, hey, I don't, I'm not looking for anything. That was the truth. I mean, I was, you know, I was a mess, and I was all, you know, all over the place and single and all that stuff. So it wasn't something that uh, I wanted to be nice to you because I a found you attractive, and b because I wanted to be nice to you. You know, you were. Not it, not my age group. You're five years. What are you? Four or five years younger than me. I'm five years. Younger. Five years younger than me. So you're a little bit younger than me. You had so many kids, though. I wouldn't have known. <laughs> but um, and you didn't have kids. You didn't have any. At didn't the time have any we met. kids at all. Never been married. So it was like one of those things where I, I guess that I kept coming over because it was comfortable, like. Once I got used to the idea of like, well, the you know, these are her kids. This is part of the story. This is part of the thing. It's not like, you know, you can't go in and I wouldn't have changed it, but <laughs> you can't go in and change it. Right. So it's like embrace it or don't do anything. Don't hang out. Yeah. Um, because it's almost, you know, for me personally, it's really hard. Always has been really hard to be friends with a girl. I would say that's probably, you know, so most. like if I, I don't really, I've got a few in my life, very few. And I've met a lot of girls, very few where it's like, Hey, the, there were actually have been and always have been, you know, platonic friends. Yeah. Um, but it's a short, short list. But with that said, I embraced the thing and the journey and, uh, you know, started getting to know the kids and all that stuff. And it was, uh, you know, it was something where I have to, you I have to adapt. It's not you that has to adapt to, you know, hey, I've got to conform and make sure that I'm putting out my, you know, my best foot first when people, you know, all that stuff. I have to adapt if I'm going to be a part of your life because yours is pretty concrete compared to mine. Yeah. So, you know, but then you just start enjoying it. And now it's like, I couldn't even imagine, you know, if I had never come back over. Yeah. You know, me either. So who knows how it would have been. Yeah. I mean, it was the best decision of my life, Aww. you know, for real. It really was. It was the, the best decision of my life was going and introducing myself. And the best other decision of my life was after we took a break was, going back over and reintroducing myself. Yeah. And then it's We like, did. We dated for a little while and then we took a break. Yeah. And um and I easily and you could have easily moved. You could have easily, you know, not not just only if you moved, we would, you know, we would be in trouble there, but there's so many things that can happen in this life where missed opportunities and everything happens for a reason. And for perfect timing. Or like, perfect timing. I like to think of it like that. That it was just, it was, it happened when it was supposed to and for the right reasons. And um, yeah, so I'm happy now. So that's good. That's so good. Well, because I think too, I mean, we move, I've lived right across the street from you. So it's like, I don't know how our paths would have crossed other ways and I'm grateful they did the way that they did and you know, how you, how you treat us, how you treat the kids. Uh, I do remember like I'd only known you a few weeks and uh, the first time my kids met you, which is the first time they thought I met you. And um, it was Halloween and you were like, are you guys going trick or treating? And I was like, yeah. And you were like, well, come over like later and I'll have like candy and stuff. And what I didn't know was that you went to the store and grabbed like a a costume and candy. I thought you always trick or treated. (laughs) 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 Thought you always did. You know, I mean, I've had kids since I was 19. So like, I'm always out trick or treating. And so uh, I wasn't until like years later, I found out that it was like, no, you went to the store and all they had left was like, donkey costume and you found a donkey costume in your sides and uh when we went over there to trick-or-treat you were dressed up and gave the kids candy and everything and so that was like the first time my kids met you and when we were walking down off the porch like she was like mom he seems really nice and uh candy you did (laughs) yep and so uh that was like their first time meeting you and it wasn't until a few weeks ago that she realized that we talked about this and she found out that that wasn't the first time i'd met you 
and uh, and she's like what "What?" (laughs) and so uh, that was kind of funny that's funny yeah i mean uh but here we are you know what is it going on six years later yeah over five years so we've been married about two and a half um, out of that, we did take that little uh, sabbatical and got back together um, kind of at the beginning of our relationship. And I would say like when we got back together, it was like I would, serious, like I would consider like automatically, right? automatically. Yeah. Like it was like, OK, well, if we're going to do this, like I'm I'm all in. I agree. Yeah. And it's been like that since then, yep. you know, and that's kind of cool. I mean, the, you know, the greatest blessing and all that. And it's something that I'm. I try as hard as I can to be grateful for every day, but for some reason it's just hard for me to like remember every single day to list these things to be grateful for. Probably every other day I do, but um, it's just like the the idea of what I have now with you and the kids is these. It's the safest most secure trusting thing I've ever been involved in. And I would, I mean, I would die before I gave this up. So it's like those, you know, the, the idea of like, Hey, I don't want a relationship or, Hey, you have too many kids or, Hey, all these things that people go through when they're limiting themselves because of someone else's circumstance and not taking it on a case by case basis. And it's like, man, if I had been slow to the plate or if I had let my ego or if I had let selfishness get involved, I would have sacrificed this, which would have been the most tremendous mistake I would ever make in my whole life. And what I have now is everything. So it's, uh, it's just been, it's been the best six years of my life. Same here. I feel like I, I still have, you know, some baggage that I work through on on the daily and you're so patient. I do too. uh, We both do. You know, be sweet with me about just wounds and things. And, um, but it's just, I think that there's this, you know, you don't ever know of like, if you're gonna have that like happily ever after and it's not that we don't ever fight or anything but i think that it's like something that even later on in life it's really sweet that you can like find somebody in something and create a life of like you know you can change your story and and have great connections and um have something really special yeah but when you say fight you have to qualify that (laughs) because what us fighting is that what you mean uh, because we, like, when barely, you talk about like banter bicker. Yeah. Because us fighting, quote unquote fighting yeah. is not what most people associate with fighting. It is literally like a, a crossword once every three weeks and maybe a hour and a half pouting session, whoever's pouting. Well, normally you just get me a snack and things or I'll get you a sandwich. I mean I pout too. You you yeah. pout. Everybody's got to pout every now and then. I would I would say 95% of it just has to do with either miscommunication or uh, lack of food. Yeah, so that's true. That's true. <laughs> Normally a snack fixes. Snacks, snacks work. Snacks work for you. Snacks work for the kids. They, the yeah, baby. All of us. Everybody. Me. Yeah. Me. So we have a baby now. So the big kids were about what? Uh, when I when we met uh, Christian. But he's Christian only, was he, nine. Yeah, eight. Uh, he was almost or nine. Eight. He was eight. He was about to turn nine. Yeah. Uh, Lexi was six and Lola was four. And no. Yeah. No. no. Lexi and Christian are two years apart. Three years. So he would have had to have been nine because she was definitely three when I moved and four when. Okay. Yeah. Well. Oh, this is going to get complicated. It doesn't matter. Anyways, it doesn't they were little. It doesn't matter. Uh, they are now um, 14, 11. And eight. Yeah. So, so I met Lola when she was four. No, three turning four. Yep. And then, uh, and Lexi when she was six, Christian when he was either eight or nine. I can't yeah, remember. Anyways, it gets complicated. Uh, it was uh, October of 2018. So yeah. if that helps at all for a timeline for you. So we had, we got married in March of 2021 mm-hmm. during COVID. Yep. And it was wonderful. And then nine months later, we had a baby. Yeah, we had her in December 
Or um, not nine months. It's <laughs> nine and a half months. I don't know. Because I think that the the conception was. Uh, you want to go over conception? <laughs> I don't know when it was, but we found out. We found out we were pregnant in May. So we got married in. Uh, and we thought it was going to take us a while to get pregnant. And then, like, ooh, just a couple months, here we are. Yeah. And then we had her. She came early, uh, but we had her in December. She was four weeks early. So, mm-hmm. however, that timeline, it was very shortly, a month or two after we had uh, gotten married. So so now we have this blended family. And thank God the other kids love Veda. And Veda loves the other kids. Um, nobody's jealous of anybody. And which I would say you do such a good job of like loving on everyone that no one like. Well, I come my, you know, my dad was married three times and I had a stepfather and I come from, there's a lot of dynamics. <laughs> your dad was married. The stepfather was from the mom's side though. What? It made it sound like your dad married. So your dad got remarried, but had you several <laughs> stepmoms. No. Yeah. Yes. And then you also, your mom, got, my remarried mom got remarried several times. Yeah. So, yeah. So but <laughs> just with, clarify. But with that said, I had a lot of experience with parents that weren't biological. Yes. And a lot of, I had a lot of just kind of feedback, like internal feedback on what worked, what was fantastic. What were things that I wish I I would have gotten more of? What are things that uh, I could have done better as a kid? You know, like all sorts of things that you just go through because you realize that um, these role models and these parent and the parents, and, at least in my life, this is just me personally. They all offered amazing things, and uh, you know, and one of the things that I kind of when you and I got involved that I knew I knew I was not going to know what I was doing. I knew that I was, I knew that I had always my whole life shot from the hip and made a lot of bad decisions just in a lot of different ways. But I knew that I did have control over whether or not I was like 100% all in, in their corner. I'm, I am going to be here for you no matter what. And there's a lot of trials that go into that. And a lot of times that looks different than I thought it would, but you know, no, letting them know that I love them separate from you right. was very important to me. Like, it was the most important thing that separate from you, that I love them and I'll always love them. And making sure that they knew that and they didn't know it by me just talking about it. Right. That every single day I wake up, they are a priority. And that is a priority. And I think that from my experiences, I had to make that decision. And then out of all the things in my life where I I couldn't, you know, if I would say, I'm going to do this, or I'm going to do that. And I wouldn't, and it, you know, I wouldn't necessarily make it something where I, you know, I'm going to get up and do 100 million pushups in the morning at four 30 every day. Well, a lot of those things, the new year's resolutions I, di- I haven't done, or I didn't do. But this is one thing that was so important that it never was something that wasn't going to get done. And um, so that, you know, the the fact is, is that they bring me so much joy that I owe them. I owe them a lot. So... Well, I always joke that, like, you should have... Ha- like, it's crazy that you didn't have kids because I'm like, he should have totally had a big family. Like... Just such a good, like, family man. Just, like, put your best foot forward and, like, go do whatever. Like, uh, let the girls fix your hair. Like, whatever the things are, you know, go out and sword fight with paper towels in the yard with Christian. Like, whatever that looks like. But just, you know, such such a good dad. And then I kind of had some, like, fears while I was pregnant. And then as we were having beta of, like, how will this change our family's dynamics like bringing a baby in, like, will they feel like less because it's equal, you know, and like, will they feel less loved or that beta is more important or that anything like that? And like, I don't, I mean, I think that like both of our goals is that like everybody in this family is like important and counts and nobody's like loved more than or less than someone else. And, you know, I think that that's really important as you have a blended family as well. If you are going to have more babies that you're like, okay. Uh, but, you know, the the big part is that 
naturally you already didn't treat them any different than if they were your own. And so it hasn't made really other than Veda has brought like so much joy and blessing and like togetherness, like to our family. And I think a sort of grounding support of like security that not just that you're, you know, I don't know that obviously if you get married, it's serious or whatever, but I think having a baby together and like us having a new baby and then being like Lola became a big sister instead of the baby and like all these things, like they get to be part of this, like she kind of like just brought us, you know, everybody closer together. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Yeah, she's been amazing so far. So far? Yeah. She's... I mean, I don't, I don't think it's going to get bad, but she's like, <laughs> no. So far, she's been, she's she's awesome. She's so fun and lovely, and we're blessed to have her for sure. What has it been like, like having a, a baby? So you've never had a baby before. You know, honestly. I've had many. I told you this before. I can't remember when I did, but, you know, you see these videos of people, and they're, it's like two young kids and they have yeah. a baby and they have the baby and their parents are like, Hey, we're peace. We're out of here. And the nurse is like, here's your baby. Here's the wheelchair. <laughs> Go home. Yeah. And they flip out. I had like no stress. I mean, even though you were pretty much incapacitated <laughs> health wise, that freaked oh, me out man, a little bit. So bad. But, but you had, you are, you know, you're a 14 year NFL quarterback when it comes to, <laughs> having kids so i was like she knows the playbook she's run the plays she's played the super bowl she's about to retire <laughs> she knows she has so much knowledge and all the tricks because it what it did is it made me when i was doing things i would know because of your reaction whether or not that was something you don't do or that's something you you can do. Yeah. And when you're too when you're when you've never had a kid before, and then the person that you're with has never had a kid before, you're both looking at each other like, is this something okay for me to do? And that I think can ratchet up to the point where you're such a helicopter parent that it's unhealthy. Yeah. So like the fact that I had the green light and the red light on stuff, you're like, hey, don't take her swimming at midnight. She's a week old, you know, like <laughs> stuff true. where it's like, Hey, you know, these are things that I'm not comfortable with you doing. Well, I had to trust in the fact that you'd already done this before, even though you do have some boundaries that I don't have. Um, oh. I, but I want to make you feel comfortable. So. Well, I just have like safety concerns of like that, people that, dying. Like I just have you, this big safety concerns. Safety concerns, concerns are different than. <laughs> catastrophic fears i just get so nervous Uh, and i get it i totally get it but i probably lean more on the side of caution of like a nervous parent i know that (laughs) nervous well nervous person nervous person yes and so and you're not you're very carefree you're very adventurous and i'm very much like the pros and cons of like your risk these are dying. to clarify these are mostly not pros and cons of uh, uh will we go broke will we get arrested will we all these other it's always physical <laughs> harm yes like death car wreck drowning fire i mean i can name off the so, list of I things so nervous it's not really the stuff that people normally run into mm-mm over here that everybody's nervous about. Yeah, no. You're nervous about the things that are the nightmares of yes. people. Yeah. Yeah. And so with that, you know, I have to be like, I know you are going to watch them. You're going to be really good with them. But then I also am like, hey, I know you're probably going to watch them. But just a reminder, like you can't see into the lake. So they, you have to be sure you turn the boat off because I... Yeah. I'm terrified well, that somebody's going to get chopped off. up. It is like you'll put yourself in Oof. danger trying to yeah. do some sort of inspection. At uh-huh. night, before we go to bed, I might as well have a punch card time clock next to every door at the house because I will be about to fall asleep. Safety first. And I have to get up and go and double and triple check. every. We have a lot of doors in our house. Every single door in our house. And then come, come back and give verbal confirmation 
to her. I check them as well. That and she checks them as yeah. well. So I have some, I have some hangups. I have is, some things that see, make me I, a little nervous. I am, but I embrace your hangups, and I, I, know you I really do think they're cute. And I think they're, and I, <laughs> and I don't, I don't mind doing it. It's yeah. not like, hey, you have the. I'm like making fun of you. I'm in on the joke with you. Like I'm like, hey, this is fun, and it makes you feel safe. Yes, makes it you makes feel you feel safe. good. So like, it's I'm comfortable doing it. If it was, if it was extreme, like if you were like, hey, I'm scared somebody's stealing our mailbox, and it's yeah. half a mile down the driveway. I need you to run out there in 20 degree weather. I'm mean, like, no. Like, right. we need to do something, like get a camera on it, or you can go out there. But, but I'm not running out in the middle of the, you know, the blizzard to check if someone stole the mailbox tonight. But we're so different because you, when you had your other house, you know, like when we were neighbors or whatever, he never even locked his doors. Like, you lived years of how you just, like, come and go, free as whatever. And then I am, like, so, you know, I... Uh, well, did have what, somebody try breaking in on me before, yeah. and I've had like traumas happen that have made me nervous, and so, and then I have a lot of people to try and keep safe, and so, but we're totally different. Like, uh, and that's not just in that scenario, but I would say like in a lot of scenarios, we are very different types of people. Like, you're carefree, laid back, extrovert, life of the party, you're so fun, and then. I'm probably. I'm- but the thing is, though, is it, it goes back to that thing we were talking about when we were looking for subjects, you know, like the selective memories or whatever and how they impact you, like things, traumas yeah. in your life and all that stuff. Like I told you, I had somebody I don't I don't lock my car or my doors. When I was in college, I was butt naked on the toilet six hours after having my appendix ripped out because it had ruptured. Yeah. By myself, naked on the toilet, remind you. And I heard chains jingling around in my roommate's room. And three guys had gotten into our house and they were like robbing us. Probably because it was unlocked. It was unlocked. (laughs) And they ran, they ran the, it was one of those like shared bathrooms. They sprinted right by me. I could not move. I ran, got up off the toilet, chased them out of the back of the house, tried throwing a pot at them or something. I don't know. I mean, it was like pain. It was, I was in pain. It, oh, it was awful, but that would be very traumatic. They could have hurt me really bad, all of those things. And I don't think I locked the house the next day or the day after that or for the rest right, of my life. You met me and you now are making up for it. You lock the house multiple well, I don't times have any, every I don't have any control over that. <laughs> no, because I'll be like, I'll make sure. I really don't. I have no control over that. And there's a lot of things in my life. That I have, that's what happens when you get married and you have children and, you know, you move into this big family is you give up a lot of the control. So you really have to find the things that are, you know, so worth it. And then you forget about the control thing. I don't mind locking the doors. That's that's good. I mean, it's probably a normal thing to do. <laughs> so it's not, like, it's not like I'm like, you know, I'm overstretched doing that. But yeah. anyway, so um, what are you doing? What are you doing for work now? Oh, you know, uh, same old, same old things have changed uh, since I got started in this industry. Uh, so I started doing makeup tutorials about... The podcast industry? No, makeup tutorials. About, uh, about eight years ago. And now it's just, instead of just doing those, there's so many things online to try and keep up with the trends. Uh, but I'm still doing the same thing. Hair, makeup tutorials, uh, do some like design stuff with you. It's fun projects. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just finished up that summer camp, mm-hmm. um, but that's kind of what I'm into. And then uh, our first podcast. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, be sure you're liking and following if you're enjoying this. If you've made it this far into our first podcast, then uh, I can tell we're going to really be best friends. Yeah. Um, and hang out a while. But I don't know. What are you into? What are you? Uh, well, we're you know doing the real estate thing that you helped me out a lot. Not. Not, we're a good team. Yeah, we are a good team. We help each other with whatever we can help with. Uh, and the other one kind of takes the reins with what they're really great at and good good at. Maybe good is a better word except <laughs> for you. I'm, I'm on the level of good. You're you're at great. So, yeah, just the, the real estate thing. And then um, and that's really about all we're Put, doing. You're you know? always putting out, like, fires somewhere and doing Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a lot of work to, you know, to – uh, do what you and I've been doing in that space for sure, but it's super rewarding, and it's 
something that we, you know, we read an article about the summer camp we did uh, the other day, and it was in a local magazine, and her and I were weeping like it was the cover of USA Today. Because <laughs> yeah, we, you we, thought we were in People because yeah, People we, Magazine, but it was just we a dumped local a lot of we had a lot of like awesome help from a lot of people. There's a lot of people that were involved in that that had a hand in it. And then you and I worked on it. So to fill you in, if you're new to like following us, listening to us, uh, Adam and I, right after we had the baby, uh, he found this property. It was an old summer camp and uh, a boys and girls summer camp from the 40s that had like all these small cabins on it. And it was just like kind of this. We went up and looked at it one day and it was magical, uh, magical in the sense of it was falling apart. But we had like. I don't know these Joanna gain eyes of like how wonderful this could be. And we both were like, we should do it. And so uh, we bought a summer camp. It's on 50 acres on the lake. And we renovated 10 cabins and um, all different fun themes. And that's what we've kind of worked on the last year. He worked out there every day, almost all weekends. Like it was just a big project. And so it's available to rent. If you've never checked it out, campswan.com. And before that, we hit, you know, we had renovated and done, you know, a bunch of long-term stuff that we hold on to. So it's a different ballgame when you do this short-term, like Airbnb, almost like a hotel. Yeah. So we'd done the long-term deal before, and then we'd had two short-terms. So we'd had, we had all the long-term rentals, and then we had the stuff that was really small-scale stuff that had performed. And we were like, hey, this is great. Then we... Went after this really big project and we actually got it done and we didn't have to, you know, sell our cars or our house. So it was like, hey, that's that's, you know, awesome. And it's it's definitely gaining traction. But we're both really we're both really proud of that. Hopefully, as we go through this podcast, you guys can help me convince Courtney that we need to jump right into something else. So that's uh that will be your. This is jumping into the podcast. The I podcast know. is something else. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, you're <laughs> Today right. Today is me jumping into something else. Hello, podcast. Yeah. Um, maybe by a few weeks, you can convince me to do something else. Adam kind of <laughs> loves to, you know, be full of fun and things. What does that mean? You know, like always be busy, always be almost at the brink of sh- stress being great. Like, because I've talked to so many people where they're. Uh-huh. I know this sounds silly and it's the worst way to be, but so many people that are, you know, 75, 80, and they crave, one of them was my grandfather before he passed away. He craved the stress, uh, it, not the stress isn't the right word. I guess the energy. Yeah. Of, the excitement. Of like what's possible and like what you can get done and, oh my gosh, I can go after this. And like when you're in the middle of it, it sucks. A lot of it does, but when you, if you do it on a project by project basis and you don't go broke doing it and it's something that adds to your life and your world and your yeah. bank account, it's like, Hey, that was, yeah, 75% of it was kind of, uh, and then the rest of it was pretty good. But the end product, you're like, man, this is proud of. something to be proud of something that, you know, yeah, something to be proud of. And, and the, the idea of it is that if you stack those things together, then you're like, hey, this journey we're on is really cool. Our journey is awesome right now. And I do. I agree with you that I think you take on too much, too. But we both love the excitement of new things and challenges. And it's exciting. Like it is very like exhilarating, maybe. And it, But it can <laughs> it can affect her and I. Not it doesn't compromise our relationship in any way, but we both have we have a lot of synergy in what we want to go after in general. Usually, once we have conversations about things and we kind of figure out if this is even something we want to do or is it possible. But even when we agree to do something, we still have to figure out every time we do it how to best work together and yes. how to to get it done. Well, and how to balance, like, still being a good mom, still being a good husband, still being a good wife, like, still um, spending enough time with our kids, still making sure that, like, we can do the other job commitments that we have, you know, Um, all at the same time while taking on a new fun project. Yeah. Uh, And so sometimes there have been projects we've done where it's like we get into it or do it and we're like, hey, like, 
you know, we always keep our word and our commitment, but after like a season of it, we're like, okay, I think we pivot and we thought this would be like a really good idea. And I like the boutique. We had a boutique for a few years and you know, it was, it was an e-commerce store. It was, it was like a, yeah, an online but it retail. Was, it, was, it was, you know, selling clothes, stuff but like we that. evaluated like our time, what we're putting into it. And then how much we're making versus how much all the other employees we had. And like at the end of, you know, a couple of years that we were like, Hey, even though we'd poured a lot of blood, sweat and tears into that, we decided to close that. Like mm-hmm. that was a hard decision, but I think like not being too the scared of failure, you know, like sticking in something way too long because you're like, well, I don't want to be a failure when it's like, well, noticing this is not the best use of our time. And like, we're going to like, go ahead and try to get the money we have into it out and do something different. And so I'm proud of you for the way you handle that. Like a lot of times of being like, Hey, it's totally because I grew up in a thing of like, if you quit, you fail, like you never be a whatever. And you are more, I feel like have helped me to be more open-minded to like, if we're just looking at it and it's just not working, why are we still pouring all of this energy into it? Why don't we like pivot? And like the, it is okay. Cause we are grownups and you can pivot. Like you have permission to pivot if something in your life isn't going the way you want. Like, and pivot into something else you could possibly love and spend your time doing more. Yeah. And I think that one thing that you always have to consider is even if you have that mentality of evaluation on, you know, a six month basis or whatever, and then figuring out this is a, this is the finite amount of energy I have to pour into something. Right. And if you're spread thin already, you really have to be pretty intense with the way you scrutinize these things that you're either going to go all go do it and actually do it or, hey, we tried it, we tested it and it wasn't something that's going to pan out. That still doesn't mean that you don't think when we leave something or we move it into something else, uh, I could have handled that differently. There's always going to be that thing in the back of your head. If I had stuck it out or if I had done it this way, um, it could have been different. So I think that the biggest thing that I, that we can take away from stuff like that is when you're in that process and then when it's over is what have I learned? And then how do I implement that into the next thing that we do? Yeah, learning from mistakes, other people's mistakes, our own mistakes. Yeah. Learning from those and like trying not to. And then trying not try to not repeat to it repeat because you're going to make mistakes. another mistake. Yeah. Just try not to make that mistake, that new mistake accompanied with the one you already just made. Yeah. So like that's, you know, and hopefully we can continue to try and do that. I don't, I don't know. We make mistakes every day, every but day. you know, uh, I do think we're trying to make the best of them and hopefully everybody who's following along can follow along the journey. Um, neither of us are uh, too proud to not talk about like when things are fails, when we things are, every day, all day. Um, when things are wins and like celebrating all of those together, learning from them. Uh, so what do you want this podcast to be about? Well, I mean, the hope is that we, you know, today we were kind of like, hey, this is our story. This is all, you know. Just this want is- you guys to get to know who we are. Yeah. So um, I think moving forward that, you know, you and I have talked a little bit. We kind of want to incorporate a, a couple of different things. One is, is that we hope that, I know this is selfish, but I like, I love it when we actually have some closed door talking time. Yeah. You know, like, and we're not watching, you know, that 90 day fiance <laughs> and some dude is getting weird in Columbia. Like, you know what I mean? So like, okay. Speaking of, <laughs> we rarely watch 90 day fiance. We what is I've not watched, the one. Do you know what the one I'm talking about? I know what about? you're talking about, but I, do you know what we really watch is Alaskan Bush people shows. We haven't and, watched that in weeks. Um, go, but for years, I have, I've watched I have every not wilderness. watched anything that has to do with Alaska in a month. I that is a true statement, but for five years, that was what five years. Oh, it was so many. Uh, we've watched every. There, it's because there's nothing so else there's out a we haven't seen about Alaska there, or gold. It's personality types. I don't dominate the remote. I don't. He doesn't. But when it's my choice, it's almost cathartic to watch these people go out and Survive. hunt and trap and talk about their uh, snow machines breaking down. And not having power and how they get their water. And it's not something where I'm like, oh, I want to go do that. 
it's kind of like a soap opera for me. Like I yeah, literally, like, will like, they I'm, get lost in the wilderness today? Will they make girl, it home? My girl up in uh, Alaska, Sue. I think her name is Sue. Yeah, she's the one that owns the airfield. Oh. She's just like she's crazy. She's she's, yeah. she's off. Yeah, she's insane. Anyway, I, I don't want to reminisce about. <laughs> Uh, Alaskan TV shows? women. Huh? Oh, what? Oh, yeah. well, 60 year old Alaskan women. <laughs> <laughs> so many. Uh, uh, but, but, but man, she can hunt, she can trap. So, we're, um, yeah. So, the, but back to your question, <laughs> I want it to be, I want it to be fun. I, I want, I want whoever's listening and I want you and I to have a good time doing it. I want to get phone calls in here. I want to get guests on here. I want to, uh, uh, in a very, in a light way, not saying what we're going to talk about isn't something that's important, but I always get the feeling when I listen to podcasts or when I'm on Instagram now that everybody is telling me I'm not doing a good enough job and that I am not up to par and that I should be doing it their way and all these things. And I'm all for advice. I'm all for mentorship. I'm all for that. But I don't want to hear it literally as soon as I wake up until I go to bed. Right. That's a, a feeling that I don't care for as you're constantly not. Or no, like I'm just talking about in yeah. just the way that everybody should feel if they're influ- if the information they're getting is even anything close to mine is that you're not if you're plugged in to social media, the news, any of that stuff that you're there are all these people that have this figured out and you don't. Yeah. And um, I want us to talk about stuff that's important to the people listening and it's important to us. But I also want to make sure that you and I remember and that the people listening understand that we are a work in progress and we are banging through this thing one hour at a time, not one day at a time. So it is, you know, and I think that it's important for people to try to remember that, that, you know, you, like you, you don't, you take this stuff as it comes and you do your best. And that sometimes that looks like going off schedule. Sometimes that looks like, you know, eating ice cream at 3 a.m. Sometimes that looks like so oh. many, it looks like so many different things because everybody's life is so different. And, you know, for, the, you know, it's I always talk about the people that are like, you know, I get up at 4 a.m. and I drink 75 gallons of water and then I go meditate and then I'm in the lily pond for four hours and then I go, you know, whatever. I go canoeing with my group and we're best friends and we take 17 vacations every month. Yeah. My life, that's not my life. I, you know, I don't do it that I can't do it that way. And if I could, would I like it? Yeah. Would I be miserable? So, you know. The, so what do we want it to be? What? Not 17 lily ponds, 17 hours. What do we want baths. our life to be? No, I our podcast. Our podcast. What, if they're going to tune in and listen to more of us, what, what can they expect I to hear I think we're going to talk about how you and I, with having opposite personalities, with coming with all of, we have a lot of baggage from our lives previous with a blended family. Um, why, how, and why we try to love each other every day and what's the reason and how we find that reason and how do we remember that reason? And then we have, you know, even though we have a, a lot of home life, like we have a lot of interesting things that come up that kind of test us and, and I want to, you know, bring those things to the light in case anybody can relate to them. And if they can relate to them, maybe having us plunder our way through trying to figure it out will help them assess and address the situation they're in and give them some insight that they're not alone. And we're dealing with the same types of things or something that's at least in that same, you know, sphere and um, and then just laugh, laugh and and tell jokes and tell stories and take phone calls about what people want to hear about. And then we're never going to be on here giving advice from on top. It's mostly, well, you know, we just want to connect with people and connect with each other. So hopefully that's why they tune in is because we're, about get, as, we're get, pretty real people. Yeah, get to hear about 
our crazy life, what's going on, how we navigate um, just the day-to-day being a big family, like in a modern world. Yeah. 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 I think so. Me too. Yeah. So, um, oh, do you, I think that I need to give out the phone number to, for people to call in and leave a voicemail. Perfect. Let's close with that. Uh, If you have a call. But I don't have it. It's on my phone. Mm, nice rookie mistake. We are going to get you a phone number. <laughs> uh, that is, we only got fifteen mis- phones going in here. Yeah, we um, do have a lot of cameras going. Uh, we we can record the phone yeah. number and we'll get it for you. Yeah. Uh, thank you for watching our first episode. We're already at fifty-one minutes. I know. Watching though. Watching if you're on YouTube, you're so used to telling people watching. They are going to be watching us on YouTube. Adam. You think so? Yeah, that's why we're streaming three cameras right now. Oh. Wish, witching or mm-hmm. watching. Watching and listening. Thank you for watching and listening Thanks to for our listening. first yes. full, full podcast. podcast. Yeah, this is a long one. We're gonna we're not gonna be this we're, long. This normally. won't be that long. We're gonna keep it uh we're gonna keep it definitely shorter and uh to you know one or two topics uh that are in our life at that point and then uh take some phone calls. And I hear, would like to do at least one guys. to three phone calls every episode. I feel like that's really fun. Let's. I think it's fun, too. I'd do it with you. As I long love as you. people will call. Yeah, they can't call during, but we'll play the recording. Yes, and then we yeah. answer the questions. And then we'll give you a shout-out. Yeah, I you think know? it would be a blast. I do, too. Okay, well, that's fun. Yeah, thanks for listening, guys. And uh, follow uh, along with us. We have an Instagram profile. Um, yeah, TikTok, we're get Instagram. Facebook, all, all, uh, the all that stuff. So it's a couple of swans. A couple of swans. That's us, a couple of swans. All right, see you guys later. We really appreciate you guys. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you want to follow us on social media, you can go to a couple of swans.com. Also, we have a podcast voicemail. It's 833-284-2224. Call in, talk to us. We want to hear your voice. We want to hear your questions, your comments. Until next time, we'll see you.